Hey guys, welcome to another special episode of our live stream. So on Instagram live stream today, I talk about what to say to homeowners,、um, how to say things to them, and also how to convince them to work with you. And I share five tips all about that. So without further ado, let's check it out. So today we're going to talk about what to say to homeowners. So I have five tips for you. So when you're marketing to homeowners, it's a little bit than real estate agents because generally with a real estate agent, they already understand what staging is, or they're they're maybe they're not super familiar with it yet. But it's not as hard of sell it may be、um, when it comes to homeowners. Homeowner, homeowners may take a little bit more education, a little bit more patience. After all, they don't work in real estate, so they don't really understand, you know, in terms of like, you know, maybe jargons that sound totally normal to us, but it's like not they're not used to. So things like return on investment or days on market stuff like that. So you might have a little bit of patience, just explain to them why staging is so great、um, in terms of working,、uh, in terms of marketing their、uh, real estate listing. And a lot of times, homeowner might be an easier sale because they have、um, educated themselves by going to blogs, reading, and then going to YouTube, watch videos, or watch a lot of HGTV. So they already have a certain awareness of HGTV,、um, of home staging as well. So, but one of the challenges I found working with homeowners directly is that a lot of times they don't really understand the difference between good staging versus bad staging. So that's where the really the education component comes in because you really have to think about what exactly. I mean, obviously, homeowners want to sell their house quickly and for more money. So, what are some of the ways you can do?、Um, you can show them that staging will make a difference for them in that regard. So, motivation is very very important that you really have to drive at their motivator to make sure that to remind them that why are there why are they selling their house? Maybe they need a bigger house. Um, to accommodate their growing family, or they need to downsize and to sell the house to downsize、um, because they can't, they no, they can no longer handle a big house if they're aging. So there are many different factors that motivate a home seller to sell. It might not necessarily be money. So, but bottom line is everyone wants a very stressful.、Uh, I'm sorry, everyone wants a very stress-free sale. So it's really important to、um, convey that to your potential homeowners when you're talking to them. So it just really depends. So you really have to gauge.、Um, again, education will be very important if you have a real estate agent who is not familiar with staging at all. They might have to, you know, you might have to give them the same spiel. Some people, I mean, some agents actually don't really understand what exactly is good staging versus home staging. I'm sorry, bad staging. So if they just feel like, oh, you know, my listing is staged, and that's enough. But oftentimes, that could make a huge difference between、um, the different type of stagers that you hire. So those are kind of things you need to take into consideration. So there are five tips I'm going to give you today. So the first one is、um, is one of the common mistakes I see people make is that a lot of times this might feel a little bit like a trap. But homeowner might ask you, "Oh, what do you think about my listing price? What do you think about、um, maybe the house is already staged?" They may ask you, "Oh, what do you think of that home? You know, that's staged right now." You want to be very very careful and and don't like stray away from your lane basically. Because especially with real estate agent, a lot of them, like I talked about yesterday, they are very nervous about 
putting you in the same room together with their seller client because they don't know you. They may not be familiar with yet. They're, they don't have that trust built up. So they can be very jittery and scared about what you might say to scare away their home seller or to piss their home seller off. Um, especially things like, oh, how do you think the home is priced? Definitely do not comment on that. You know, um, things that are related to the real estate agent's expertise, I always just say, hey, um, that's a great question. I think that's a really good discussion that you should have with the real estate agent. I just really focusing on the creative side to focus on targeting the right demographic to sell your home, to stage the home to sell. So I don't actually know anything about pricing. So you just want to be very, very cognizant and very careful about what you say um, because you definitely do not want to be on the real estate agent's bad side, especially you want to have repeat um, business from this particular agent. So the other thing is, number two, you want to be respectful about their homes and their belongings. So the way we, we always say that the way we live in the house and the way we sell the house is very different. So like, for example, I am living in my apartment right now and I have basically crap everywhere. I have unwashed dishes in the sink. Um, you know, like I have dirty laundry on the floor. It's because I live by myself and no one is coming in. It's fine. But if my boyfriend were to come over, I would definitely tidy up the house and clean up and have a shower, right? So it's the same thing, you know, for homeowners, like the way they live in their home and the way they sell their home, it's a bit different. I think in the States, there's a lot of awareness about home staging now. So people know at least they need to declutter and tidy before um, potential home buyers show up. But there might still be a gap between the home is ready versus like they just cleaned up. And so you really have to, you really want to have that conversation with a homeowner to make sure they understand what exactly is, um, will be a great presentation for the potential buyers. And then also the other thing too is you, you really, when you communicate with the homeowners, you might need to do a little bit of handholding because realizing that they're selling the home now and they might be in that home two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. So they're not really used to the way the buyers are thinking now today. They may not understand that. So their taste or the decor in their home might be outdated compared to what today's buyers are looking for. So you want to be respectful when you're having those type of conversation, but still make your point across. You know, if you come in and be like, hey, I really feel that your dining room needs to be repainted. There are different ways to show them to do that. You know, other than telling them verbally, you can actually take a photo on your camera and then show them in the camera or like on a PDF or whatever it is, and show that, hey, you know, this is what your house is going to look like. This is what the buyer is going to see if we don't stage and don't do anything right now and just list the house as is. So this is kind of the danger situation you might um, find yourself into because your home is not as presentable or doesn't show as well as other comparable homes in your market already. So sometimes, a lot of times, you need to show homeowners exactly what they're coming up against also. So a lot of times when you were doing presentation with the homeowners, um, you might have to do a little bit more research and then just talk to them about, you know, their neighborhood market and then also what are some of the trends that you're looking at and then how staging is going to help them to really get a step up amongst the competitions. Because if you think about it, um, just like you're a home stager, someone else is a home stager, you guys are competitors in the same market. 
It's the same thing with listings, right? So especially like in a condo complex,、um, usually, so a lot of times real estate agent might wait to list the the condo if they are on like a lower unit, whereas like there's a similar unit that's on a higher level. People usually like that better, or if it's priced better, they'll actually wait for that. The other one is sold. Um, until they can step in, because they know that once they're on the market, they're gonna be the one that people compare to and don't want to buy. So it's like the choice A and choice B. So those are kind of things that you want to talk to homeowners about. You know, you want your house to be choice A and not choice B,、uh, where people use to compare in a bad way. So、um, when you're having these conversations, and still just Basically, be very professional, very very matter of fact, without hurting their feelings. Because sometimes people may have very personal attachment to、um, the homes that they're living in. So, I worked on this home for、uh, an agent, and the homeowner was a bit borderline a hoarder. And then, so literally, the real estate agent will like because she really did not want to move out her house, but she had to. Because、um, she could not pay the mortgage anymore, so the real estate agent was her friend, and then so she actually packed up everything for her. And then for each box that my client packed, the seller client unpacked again. You know, it's kind of like a thing. In a way, it's like a self sabotage. Is that like she really didn't want to leave that house? And there was all these different things that was very personalizing her home. Like she had a mural on the wall. Um, she had her dog、um, imprinted on their kitchen tile, which is permanent, you know, fixture. It's or it's a tile. It's set on the floor, things like that. So the conversation really has to be very respectful. And as a stager, you sometimes like when so especially with that case, she didn't have any budget、um, because she was already in debt for the house. So in that particular、um, project, we actually had to. Um, just work with what she had. So she had these peach color walls, for example, that I just had to work with. And so, as stager, like I have to really pull out my color story and to make sure we can neutralize something that's it's a bit strong. So you know, in situation like that, you still need to keep the conversation very respectful and then just make sure that you're staying on point because ultimately, your good intention is to help the house sell and. At the end of the day, we try our best, but it is up to the client to listen or not. But either way, you still want to be respectful in your interaction and be professional. Because when you act like a professional, your client will respect you. And even if you're like Asian client, for example, they watch everything, especially in your interaction with homeowners. They want to make sure that they can trust you with your clients. So you always want to make sure that you remain professional at all time. And、um, this is why yesterday we talked about script. For example, think about some of the things that you might say when you see something、um, that you know may trip you up. That's a really good way for you to kind of start brainstorming and writing things down, and then get yourself used to saying that and practice that、um, before you step into、um, meeting with the homeowners or the real estate agent. Okay. So number three,、um, like I said earlier, you really want to spell out the ROI for homeowners because a lot of times they might not understand what exactly home staging is, and then also what level home staging is, because a lot of times people just think, oh, home staging just means decluttering and organizing everything or cleaning. They don't really understand the scope of the service that we provide as professional. So sometimes you really have to like explain to them what exactly is the staging entail, 
And one of the things that I did in my business was that I laid out all my professional policy online. It's like very what like I'm. I, I'm. I was super transparent. I'm still super transparent with my business practice, because I think it's important to kind of spell out all the difficult stuff upfront. So there's kind of no surprise later on. So um, before we even come into the appointment, I already emailed my client saying that, hey, these are our portfolio and we're very true to our portfolio. What you see is what you get kind of thing. And then here are professional policies, which included um, how we get paid, our payment terms, um, what are some of the key things in our contract that is non-negotiable. So basically everything is spelled out. So you're setting the client expectations to make sure they understand how you like to be worked with. So sometimes you need to train your clients a little bit with real estate agents as well. It's that you need to make sure that you have that professional boundary and then make sure that you are communicating what your needs are as a professional to be able to do this job. So I think it's really important um, with homeowners. Sometimes they just need a little bit more visual aid as well. So stats are usually great. You know, if you've done your stat, you know, like, oh, so last year we staged 53 houses um, and out of which the one stage and sold, 53% were sold over asking um, with an average of $1,200 or something like that. I'm just spitballing numbers, but it's, it's like that. You need to know your stats really well um, in order to convince your client that you really know your stuff. Um, the other great thing is visual aid. Have very good before and after photo, similar like what we talked about yesterday, is that you want to shoot from the same vantage point. Um, and then so the client can have a very educated like guess to see what the difference is made in terms of home staging. And the last thing you can do is you can spell out the math for them. So for example, on average, your stage and sold homes sold in 15 days versus county my sold like 33 days. So that means that you can essentially, um, by your average number, cut the, um, the mortgage price in half or something like that. Obviously, it's not guaranteed, but you're using average number. So sometimes when you lay out the math, it becomes more clear to them in terms of the benefits of working with you. So you can use um, your statistics and then use the county statistics, which you can find at your local association. And number four, you really want to team up with real estate agents, especially the ones that you really like to work with and the ones that you work with really well. And this is where you need to do a bit of homework because marketing can feel very frustrating and very expensive. It's like you're shooting, you're like throwing mud on the wall and see if it sticks or not. It does, so a lot of times most marketing tactics need, tactics need a little bit of time to um, take into effect, to really see if it works. And so you really need to track your marketing dollars and all that. But the, more if, the most efficient way is basically you want to target a large group of people in a very small amount of time. And the best way to do that is to really you know, do seminars, to teach like sellers um, seminars with a real estate agent. A lot of times real estate agents are super open to have um, to host a seller seminar at their real estate agent office. And they usually invite a lender. Obviously, the agent's going to talk about the selling part and they want to stager there. So that can be a really great way for you guys to pull together your marketing dollar and then really market the event. 
Um, so when you have an event like that, it's also much easier to invite prospective clients. You can run Facebook ads,、um, and then you can like advertise, you know, or tell local、um, homeowners associ- homeowners association HOAs, and to tell them about, hey, we're doing the seller seminar. Maybe you're not thinking about selling right now, but you're thinking about selling down the line. This is really good way for you to think about things right now. So it's a really great way to get a very large group of. Prospects in a room, and then that you can really show off your credibility and expertise through teaching. And number five,、um, it's that I really highly recommend you to turn your website into a resource center. So I'm not saying that you need to scrape、um, all the content off the internet. First of all, that's really bad. It's really bad for search engine optimization. You can write blogs or case studies about the homes that you've staged, and it doesn't really need to be a whole lot.、Um, so on our website, sagemore.com,、um, if you go to if you go to blog and then there's a home tour sections, those are really good example、um, of case studies. So basically, just a little bit information about the properties, show the before and after. Um, you know, this house was three bedroom, two bath, and these are the challenges the homeowners had、uh, already with their house.、Um, like, for example, they had these terrible paint colors、um, on the walls that's left over from the previous homeowner, and a lot of it's faded or whatever. And you came in, you recommend a color, and then you, you know, you did the whole staging. And so here is a before and after. So immediately, that's a very convincing. People love to see like behind the scenes stuff. And so those are really good way for you to build up like a mini resource center on your blog,、um, on your website. And blogging naturally also boosts your search engine optimization. So it's a really great tool to have. And every time you write, you publish a blog. You can also send that through your newsletter to real estate agents. It's just an excuse to really talk to real estate agent and be like, "Hey, you know, we just did this job. In it was it over." It was sold over asking the first weekend open house.、Um, it was really great fun, blah blah blah, and write this whole case study. And so it was a really nice way in a conversation topic for you with your prospective client. All right, so that's my five points today. So just to recap, so first of all, you want to stay in your lane and then really research what you need to say and.、Um, And never, never say things that's about real estate agent's job. You want to be absolutely neutral about it because ultimately, like how the real estate agent market a listing or how they price a listing, is really a strategy that a real estate agent have. There are many things in the transaction we're not seeing, so you just want to make sure you stay away from commenting on real estate agent how well a job they're doing. Unless they're, you know, obviously say they're doing a good job, but if the homeowner asks, definitely stay away from that. Just be neutral. And number two, you want to be respectful about their homes and their belongings. I mean, it is really, I mean, it's human being that we want to comment on things, but we are professionals, so we need to stay professional, and then be respectful to homeowners' things because you never know what's the story behind. Maybe this, there's this really ugly, creepy doll、um, that's sitting on the couch, but you never know what's the story behind that. So you want to make sure that you're staying respectful and professional when you're speaking to homeowners. And number three, when you speak with homeowners, we need a little bit more of a sale. Just really spell out the ROI for them, the return on investment, and that can be done in a variety of different ways. You can show them before and after. You can show them their, your stats. You can break down the math for them to show them potentially how much money they can save through mortgages or carrying costs and all that by staging the house for sale. 
And number four, team up with real estate agents and, and other real estate professionals um, and really tap into each other's network. That's, you know, we don't have unlimited resources and time and money to market. So you really want to be able to do things that can hit a big number of people in a very small amount of time. And that's why I love teaching because when you partner up with other real estate uh, like professionals, like agents and loan agents, coming together to a seller seminar, that is great. Like for an hour or hour and a half, you have these people's fully undivided attention. And through telling them about your expertise, through your showcasing your work, it's going to build up credibility immediately for you. Just think about every time, like say you go to a cooking workshop, um, immediately through the, the process of being taught about how to cook this particular dish, you already feel that like you can trust your teacher and you want to work with them, et cetera, et cetera. So it's the same thing when you're doing seminars like that. And lastly, it's just that really focusing on turning your website into an online resource hub to dominate. It's also going to help you with your search engine optimization as well. Like every time you write a case study, say um, you just did a house in San Francisco. And so you wrote about naturally, hey, we staged this house yesterday um, in, this, in Sunset neighborhood of San Francisco. It was a three-bedroom, two-bath house. 1800 square feet and the challenge of it was like it had a really strange floor plan and the homeowner didn't know what to do with it and this is xyz what we did to solve that so immediately that's a really great case study and then if you have really nice pictures like before and after that is really really going to help you to um get a lot of eyeballs on that post and once you finish the case study like i said earlier you can send that through your newsletter to your prospective clients and by naturally blogging, you're naturally adding a lot of keyword for search engine optimization. So it's a really great tool for you to build up for your local keywords. All right, so that's my five points today. And I just wanna go through the chat really quick to make sure if you have questions. So we got lots of people today. Yeah, you have any questions, just go ahead and type it in the comment today, and then we can answer them. Um, if you have to run, that's totally fine. Um, we're, I'm doing a free training on Tuesday on marketing where I'm going to talk more in depth about um, the different strategies that I find very useful and helpful for you, and it's completely free that you can come. If you're interested in joining us, just go to stationwarecom slash free training, and then you can join us there. All right. Cool. So any questions today? Don't be shy. All right. So if we don't have any more questions today, um, I'm going to end the live stream and just a, a quick reminder for tomorrow, our topic is on email marketing. So if you have any questions, feel free to bring on the live stream, or you can also send me a DM. Um, if you're interested in our program, Six Figure Floor Plan, I'm going to be announcing it on Friday. And you guys are going to get a special something, something for that. So, so yeah, stay tuned. All right. And Vonda says, that was great, Cindy. So thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for coming on the live stream today. That was a lot of fun. And have a great day, guys. Bye.